With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and today I am here to talk to two of the greatest, most lovely people from the Big Brother Canada 7 season, Adam and Sam. Saddam! Together, I'm going to talk to them both about their time on the season of Big Brother Canada 7 and uh, and how they're feeling about it and how they're feeling about each other. And uh, just kind of quickly go through the season, uh, talk about some memories, maybe explain a few things along the way that were happening that they maybe weren't aware of at the time. Uh, I know that they've been watching some of the seasons, so should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. Very excited to talk to Adam and Sam. So let's let's just get into it. Let's just talk to them. Let's do it. Hi, Taryn. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Great to great to talk to you guys. Crazy to be back in the real world. I know, right? It's it feels like uh, it's only been a few days. Right? It's crazy. Honestly, it feels like a few days and like a week all at one time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I couldn't get to bed until six a.m last well yesterday morning just trying to like wind down Mm. yeah it's a lot we're trying to catch up on the episodes yes oh yeah yeah that's fun that's always fun you you guys uh you guys are lucky because you guys have some good episodes to catch up on Um, so far yeah so far so good i mean we just watched the one where i won hoh and that was you know i love watching that (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, I talk when I talked to the Big Brother Canada six people, uh, like their episodes were not nearly as reflective of what actually was happening. And so uh, they did not have as fun a time watching the episodes. That's so interesting. And you know what? We even said the same thing, that there's so much that happens in between uh, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, there's no possible way to put it all in one episode. So I, at least we've got more. You can see more of what actually happened. That makes me feel good. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the best season yet, so that, that's all I care about. <laughs> well, uh, you guys, have you guys heard? It's uh, the second highest rated season in terms of the audience ratings on TV, uh, just barely under season four as the uh, the second highest rated season of really? the show. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I think the average is just like 10,000 viewers less. They wow. told us that there was a, a certain episode that was the highest rating episode. Yes, Not- I, believe so. I believe the second double eviction episode. 
That's when Damien went home. Okay. Yes. Awesome. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, what, what's, what's been the reaction like for you guys? Uh, you, you just, you just got out, you just got on social media. How, how are you feeling? Honestly, Taryn, it's been like more than we could ever imagine. It's overwhelming for sure. It's absolutely overwhelming, but in a very positive way. I know that sometimes these things can go one way or the other. And a lot of time get a mixture of some hate and love. But for the most part, it's been a lot Nothing of love. Nothing but love. Yeah. Nothing but love from the fans. And it's it's unreal. It is unreal. We were like, we're still kind of looking at ourselves and just like being like, what? <laughs> Well, Sam loves it. Sam loves the attention. I do. I love every second of it. Keep it coming. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Adam, you you came into the season. You were talking about, uh, you know, creating the next brigade, essentially. And I know a lot of people, myself included, we doubted you. We were like, oh, this guy, he thinks he's going to make the brigade. Uh, He thinks he's going to make a bro alliance. And, you know, the audience, they're they're not always fans of bro alliances in the first place. But uh, but over the course of the season, I feel like perception really turned around. And I can tell you that. I do a poll uh, every week when we do uh, our roundtable podcasts, and uh, and for the last one, you were the uh, the RHAP fan favorite of the season. Really? Yeah, that is amazing to hear. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot harder to get that whole alliance together. That's why I really pushed for that first HOH. But twenty minutes in the house, <laughs> I had that alliance on lock, and uh, I know that the boys were kind of going after each other throughout the season, but. We made a top five, and that's all I could ask for. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you were number three right after Damien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't I, – I knew there was something bigger going on that Adam was attached to. Uh, I definitely played with my heart in that game. <laughs> um, I, and looking back on it now, though, I'm, I'm extremely proud of everything I accomplished in that house. Yeah. I mean, you, you should be. You guys, you guys are great. Um, so – Speaking of Damien, actually, uh, you guys, you saw on the finale that he went into the house early um, and that uh, he was he was winning a lot of those uh, those audience votes for a while. He got that that first one and then a second one midway through the game. Um, What was your reaction to that? I was super surprised about that, but the thing is, he never really used it to his advantage. Uh, he had a lot of information that he could have, you know, told little people in his way, but he done nothing about it. Um, but Damien's a great guy all over. Like, I think what happened is people could see that he's a very genuine person and his realness, you know, shines through and what he represents. I think that I, I think Canada got it right with that. We just kind of mm-hmm. wish Damien had maybe just done a little bit more with the information that he did have. But there's no surprise that he was a favorite. Yeah, that was the question all season long was, didn't Damien see Adam approach Dane about the beginning of the Pretty Boys? I'm very curious about that because the entire season I seen that, well, people told me that he was coming after me and he wanted me out. So if he wanted to work with us, why didn't he approach us and be like, listen, I know about the four person guy alliance and had he would have said that, maybe I would have brought him in. I, I I thought he would. I really I really figured I, I thought he'd be a part of the, the bro alliance uh, even before you guys entered the house. But uh, something that we talked about all season long was that um, that 
in some ways, because he ended up coming in last because he went in yeah. first and watched everyone else, uh, we wondered, I wonder if he would have been brought in to the pretty boys. And I, I know you guys talked about this as well on the feeds, uh, that he, he, he might have been a part of it, if not for that fan vote, making him come in late. Yeah, Happy would have walked through that door with Anthony or, or him and Mark. It probably would have been him. Crazy. That is crazy. It is crazy to think about, but that's a big what if. Yeah. Um, so uh, so you, you, you come into the house, you, you have this uh, brigade strategy on the mind, um, and you approached Dane first. I, you talked about uh, fist bumping him before you even enter. Yes. Um, was there really, because this was a bit of a point of contention between Dane and Anthony at one point. Was there ever a solid final two that you made with Dane early on? There was, I think it was around week five, I think. And me and him were sitting in the kitchen and I kind of drew on the table. I, I drew seven mm. dots, a TV screen, two more dots and a dot to the side. I said, that's the seven jury members. That's Arissa. That's the TV screen. That's me, me and you final two. And he agreed to that. And I would have been loyal to that right to the end. But I guess him and Anthony made a final two on night two. Mm. And I guess I was a little bit too late. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you ever suspect that throughout the game? Never, ever expected that throughout the game. You know, me and Dane always had talks about the Adam and Dane show and he made me feel like he was, he was really down for that, but I guess that he was doing that with a lot of people. So I never seen it coming. Yeah. Dane, Dane was always the guy playing the middle, always trying to be the yep. ambassador of the pretty boys. Um, he, he would, he would go to you because basically what would happen is, uh, they would complain about Sam and how you were too close to Sam. And yeah. then Anthony would talk to you about it. And with Anthony, he'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah. Sam's the worst. And then he'd go to you and be like, yeah, Anthony's complaining too much. Um, <laughs> a lot. There was a lot that I found out uh, towards the end of the season that it just it blew my mind because in my head, I thought the you know boys till the end, I thought they were on the same page. But um, yeah, you're wrong. I was definitely <laughs> wrong. Sam, uh, Sam was definitely right. She kept saying that they were going to come after me. And, you know, I'm always yep. right, Taryn. I'm always yeah. right. Santa is always right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, so so if Adam went in with this brigade game plan, what was uh what was your idea going into the game? What were you planning on doing? Honestly, I was going in with an open mind. I knew I was gonna have to adapt. I do work well under pressure. I mean, I think it was in my bio I talked about finding a big burly dude and wrapping him <laughs> around my finger. I didn't really uh, expect <laughs> to that extent. But I guess to, you know, a certain point of view, we both did exactly what we said we were going to do. Yeah. Uh, you you got you guys seemingly uh, connected very quickly. Um, yeah. they, sh- they show there's a there's a good little like montage toward the uh, I think it's when you're evicted, Sam. Um, there of of like your relationship over the show and and you can there's a clip right away of um, of Adam pointing you out in the opening like minutes of the uh, of the game. Like oh yes. I'm I'm interested in that one. Yeah. Um, so so t- tell me like were you you guys were just initially immediately drawn to each other? Yeah. Yeah, you can't I really was, explain it. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch, and I remember I seen Sam walk in, and I said to myself, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and uh, we hugged, and then me and Mark went upstairs, and he asked me right away, and I was like, I'm definitely into Sam. And when we found out we, we were, were both from, from Newfoundland, yeah. that was just like... Like, I couldn't believe that, especially in such a small place. Mm. And for us to not have met each other previously, it just, it just, it's just, it's just weird. All the other moving parts that kind of brought it together. 
So you, you guys have been watching the episode. So you saw the uh, the opening episode where there's that scene where uh, you're like professing how much you think he's attractive and stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was HOA room. I think that was yeah. like night two. Yeah, yeah. I do. I speak my mind. I, for me, I'm I'm a very uh, vocal person. So for me, I just kind of had to let it all out there. And at the end of the day, I really thought that it would benefit me in the game. And, you know, to a certain extent, it did. I tried. I tried hard to make her believe that she could trust the boys. But at the time, I didn't know how much they actually wanted Sam out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could feel that. I could feel it. Well, so tell me about the the Laura situation, because, Adam, you're HOH in week one, and ultimately you send Laura home. Now, the feeds aren't on for that week, so it's like uh, my my most my least knowledgeable area of the season. Um, But it seems like this was the start of uh, of Anthony and Dane kind of being wary of of you, Sam, and your influence uh, in the house and over Adam. Uh, So what can you tell me about that that whole situation? I think what happened was Anthony and Dane saw Adam and I get close on a personal level. And then uh, I think Kira was the one because Kira was on the block. Or no, it was Damien on the block against uh, against Laura. Yeah. yeah. So it was Damien that everyone was kind of targeting to mm-hmm. get out. But then Laura started to uh, run her mouth a little bit. And I guess maybe we flipped it then to Laura just because of that. And I guess maybe the guys saw that there was some maybe control or power that I may have had over Adam um, because of that particular I think situation. it started out, um, Laura told people that Sam slept in my HOH bed. Which was not true. Which was not true. So from that, it was like, okay, maybe this girl's going to start drama. Yeah. And my reasoning for putting Laura on the block is because the four to five days that we were in there, me and her never had not one conversation. So Laura comes up to my room and uh, tells me that, you know, she's targeting Sam and she thinks Sam's going to be trouble. And I'm like, do you not see that <laughs> I'm Close. bonding with Sam like her right away? So it just wasn't the right way to play the game that early on. So I think that's what what we were seeing there. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a, a bold move there from, from Laura. And I think that uh, Anthony was getting close to Laura at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. We thought that we were going to send home Damien, but when everything switched, I think they took it as Sam was kind of controlling what I wanted. Yeah. And that's uh, that all went down. I mean, I could see that. Yeah, that's that's definitely the sense that 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 uh, that I got. You know, later in the season, um, there were you know Anthony would occasionally talk about Laura and uh, and how you know Sam Sam got Laura out and she's dangerous. Um, So, but no, I I think it boiled down to that conversation when she was like, "I'm coming after Sam," and I'm like, "No, we're not having that." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Adam, when you started to get closer to Sam, were you concerned about, I mean, you talked about you, you wanted to, you know, get her to trust the boys and get the boys to trust her. Were you concerned at the time that this would cause tension between, uh, yourself and the pretty boys that it might separate from you from them in any way? I mean, like my plan coming in, I told the boys that it was going to be a secret alliance and we all needed to branch out and get very close with one person. So, you know. Anthony had Corey, Dane had Esty, Mark never really was just floating in the house. I don't know what Mark was doing. <laughs> but uh, I had Sam, so I thought that that could be a very good thing and we could use Sam to our advantage. But little did I know that they wanted Sam out the whole time because I guess they were just scared of her, maybe. I'm- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, seemingly, uh, you know, at at the time we were like, oh, my God, these guys are obsessed with Sam. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I know I'm charming, but come on. <laughs> when she left the house, it was just Sam this, Sam that, Sam dunk. I know I was saying good things, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of Mark, uh, you also saw this on finale night. The, um, you know, Operation Mark flirts with, uh, with Sam. Uh, what was your reaction to that? I was actually shocked at that. I was shocked as well because I I thought maybe Mark actually did have a thing for Sam, and you know Sam might have. I, I don't know, but seeing that that blew my mind. I did not <laughs> expect that at all. And that was early on. The boys are sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> everything they could do. Yeah, I remember that was one of the first things we saw on the feeds was you guys arguing about Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were definitely arguing about Mark. Um, you know, I was thinking I was getting a little bit jealous. I'm not one person. It's it's uh, you know, and, and it, honestly, it, it was a little bit of strategy. If I could feel like I was not, you know, just 100 percent dedicated to Adam. I mean, it's so obvious and it puts a huge target on our back. So if people felt like they could hypothetically wedge in between us, I mean, that was better for my game uh, because I knew deep down that Adam had other support. So all I had was Adam. So it was only, you know, it was fair for me to think that maybe putting some energy otherwise would just help me out in the long run. But but as time went on and the feelings got more. Yeah. You know, there was no choice there. There, yeah. It was just, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so heading into week two, Dane wins the HOH, and uh, and he pretty quickly wants to backdoor you, Sam. Yes. Um, that was that's that's the plan here. Uh, and I remember he had a conversation with you where you asked him what would happen if the veto was used, and he was like, "Uh, I hadn't thought about it." Yeah, he was. He was like. I, he was like, you know what, don't worry about it type situation. And I can remember sitting in uh, in that HOH room waiting to go watch the veto and no one would look at me. No one would talk to me. And I could just feel the body language and the energy. I was like, I'm going home. I'm getting back toward if Adam doesn't win this. And then even afterwards, I confronted Dane about it. And he was like, no, it was Damien. It was going to mm-hmm. be Damien the whole time. Um, but that was not the case. I was definitely going to go home week two. And there would have been no Saddam. There would have been no Saddam. Yes. Yeah. Adam, it was It was very important that you won that veto. Oh, my God. Very I, important that Dane picked my name. Yeah. 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 I've, I've never been so stressed out, I don't think, in my entire life and everything that I've ever done ever in my life that moment. And then, of course, we did the big embrace where I wrapped my legs around him. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much just solidified the showman right then. Her legs were up to there on you, man. <laughs> Her legs were up to here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was, you know, a little bit of impulse there. <laughs> yes, then then we have the whole uh, Mackie versus Kira vote. That was that was pretty crazy. That was insane. Yeah, that was flip-flopping the entire week, honestly. I know the show kind of condenses it quite a bit, but that was probably one of the stress, more stressful weeks that we've ever had in that house. Mama's a dangerous woman because probably mm. 20 minutes before the vote, um, we were in the pantry with Eddie and Damien. They both looked at me and said, we're voting your way, I promise you. It's, it's going to be a 7-3 vote and whatever mom had done in that last 10 minutes 
ended up being 5-5 vote. So that's why she had to go to the very next week. She was convincing everyone to play their own game and not play our game. But it was so early on in the game, you almost have to move forward as a group. And yeah. Not, but I guess people felt that our connection or our bond, and I, I think people thought we had final two, which we didn't. But I think people knew that no matter what, they weren't going to break that down. They had to start playing their game for themselves that early on. Yeah, we, I, I remember being totally shocked because we were expecting it to be to be seven three, and yeah. then uh, you know the, the spoilers come out and it was it was a tie. What what happened? Yeah. Second time ever, I think, in Big Brother Canada history, a tie, and not only a tie, but week two, which is which is crazy. Yeah, where where Dane, who swore on his father yeah. Yeah. that he would keep Mackie, breaks the tie in week two to evict him. Uh, we were like, oh boy, that's not good for Dane's game. But no, that was tough. I know that was tough for Dane. That's a hard thing to do, and I think he learned from that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he's on that necklace anymore. But. No, no, but he uh, he never took any heat for that whole week. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was crazy because, you know, Mark kind of threw him under the bus with Kalen uh, the, 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 uh, right after. And yeah. then he had a conversation with Kalen. He kind of smoothed it over, blamed it on Mark. And, yeah. uh, and you know, then he had people like uh, Eddie and, and Damien. They were apologizing to you guys. Like, oh, Eddie was like, I didn't understand. I, I missed. I yeah, right. yeah, right. 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 It was amazing how Dane was able to make everybody feel that they were safe with him. And I mean, that's a big part part of why he did win this whole game is his ability to lie and manipulate. Yeah. Yeah. So then Chelsea wins HOH. And this is a very, very important week because uh, this was an opportunity potentially uh, for the pretty boys to be in trouble if you guys had caught on just a little bit earlier. Um, But uh, but ultimately, Kaylin is the the target first because she has been stirring the pot quite a lot. Right. She was a very, um, we just knew that Kaylin could put work in and change people's minds in a matter of minutes. And that wasn't really going to work for us because she wasn't on our side. Yes. Um, so, but, but this is, you know, uh, Kaylin has her big reveal moment where uh, she reveals that she's actually uh, 42 yeah. and she's got a family. Um, and, and then Adam, you and Dane have a conversation about it because you weren't involved in that whole meeting. No. And Sam, this is when you overhear Adam and Dane talking. What what did you hear them say? So for me, I think I, I actually jumped the gun on that conversation a little bit because it was more so Dane trying to explain to Adam that this meeting that Kaylin had brought together was more so targeting myself and Chelsea. It wasn't as much as Adam saying, we got to get Chelsea and Sam out. We got to get Chelsea and Sam out. It was more so Dane letting Adam know that the meeting was about Chelsea and Sam more so than Adam, which was a little bit of a lie because it was just as much about Adam as it was me and Chelsea. Yeah, we just watched that episode last night. <laughs> yeah, actually. this one's fresh in our minds. <laughs> so I remember just based on the tone of the conversation, it just allowed me to realize that Dane and Adam were working together. I even said to the girls that I don't know exactly what was said. All I heard was mine and Chelsea's name in a tone that wasn't favorable and that Adam and, and Dane were ultimately working together. But you already knew that we were working together because I said numerous times yes, that I felt very good with Dane and he feels very good with me and so should you. Yes, but in that moment, I was like just waiting for, waiting to discover that you guys were going to come for me and Chelsea, basically. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you, you went to Kira and Chelsea about it and you, for a brief moment, it looked like this is it. The pretty boys, they're done. You, you know, even if, even if they survive this, the secret is out. They can't operate in the same way that they've been operating. Um, but ultimately nothing really comes of it. Uh, you know, you talked about, you know, what, well, could they have, could they have just started week one yeah. just right away? Like, uh, Chelsea no, seemed not- like she didn't want to believe that they were smart enough. Right. Right. And we, we honestly didn't. I remember, and there's a little bit of it on the episodes where Chelsea talks to Kiki and t- tries to talk to Esty and they're just not willing to pull away from Dane at that point. So, you know, it is a numbers game and you want to, you know, I knew Adam was protecting me to a certain extent. So it just didn't seem like we were going to be able to pull it off just based on the conversations that we we're having with the other girls in the house. That's why we worked so well, because Dane would say, you know, I'm using Adam as my shield and he had the girls on his side. I would tell Sam the same thing. And then yeah. Anthony was saying, you know, Mark was throwing out my name and no one really knew we were that close. And we, we had ears around the whole house. So it just worked out perfect. It did work out perfect. <laughs> I can't lie about that. Yeah. And it, it really did show the strength of the formula, uh, you know, because even, even though, like at various points in the game, people kind of knew what was going on. Uh, they, couldn't really do anything about it, yeah. uh, especially especially since they barely won any competitions, um, but also because uh, the, just the numbers weren't there, because even if you did want to take a shot at the pretty boys, you wouldn't want to take a shot at your pretty boy. Exactly. Uh, so it's it's difficult. I love it too from a like a viewer's point of view just knowing that we were so close to having all that information and then just everyone kind of on the seat of their you know on the seat of their pants trying to you know it just must be so fun to watch from that point of view yeah and um we were we were thinking that you know Potentially here, if you had won the next h o h or if uh or if Kira had won uh that that things might have might have happened here. What you know? What what would you have done if you had won that next HOH? And that was, I think, week uh, week four. Week with four. Was kill. So I yep. was very close. Very to close winning, to winning that HOH. Um, I I really felt, and this is how good Dane is. I did actually feel good with Dane, and knowing how close Dane and Adam were working together, I still felt that it was smart for me to keep him in the game. Honestly, I would have loved to put up Anthony. Um, at that point, Anthony and I were, were not connecting. We didn't connect at all in the house. We, um, he, we really didn't talk a whole lot of game until Adam basically forced me to. And now I understand why. Um, I would have loved to put, I'd love to put Anthony up on the, on the block. Honestly, who would have went against him or up next to him? I'm not really sure, but Anthony would have definitely been a top contender. There you go. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I remember this is the week where, um, where Dane was, he had been doing some work, um, because he was going to Kiki and Esty because you would use the veto on, on Kiki Hi. and you were trying to like get some goodwill with, with her and Esty. And, Hi. uh, meanwhile, Dane was, was like undermining everything that you, anytime Kiki and Esty made any progress with you, Dane would immediately go behind closed doors and be like, yeah, but we're still going after Sam. We're definitely, you need to go after Sam. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know. God bless my heart. I know. I know. Yeah, and uh, and and then and then he would even he was even lying to to Adam about it, saying that they were going after um, people like Eddie and Damien. Um, right. Really, really making that stuff work. And um, yeah, they yeah. tried really hard. They tried really hard. I'm glad I at least I'm glad I got to jury. Let's just say that because it was a fight. It was an uphill battle. It was a battle for sure. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want you in jury. And this is something that I was talking about toward the end of the season was that um, Dane, you know, really didn't want you to make jury because you'd be a guaranteed vote for Adam. Uh, You know, then ultimately it's it's like you're such a a big advocate for Dane when you make the jury. It's like uh, maybe you should have wanted you on the jury. Yeah, honestly, I think everyone really kind of appreciated the game that Dane was playing to a certain extent because we were comparing it to Anthony's game and Kira's game. Um, I was gonna, I, I, I was gonna pull out everything I could to make sure Adam won that, and I know that I could one hundred percent have done that. I even had Esty sleeping in the same bed with me because in that jury house, I knew that Esty was someone that I would have to work on if if it was Dane and Adam in the final two. And she um, did an amazing job because when I did my reveal, the whole jury house told me that if I would have took Dane, they all would have voted for me to win the game. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you compare Dane's game to Anthony and and, and Kira, I mean, it, it doesn't really stand a chance. But their games don't stand a chance next to, game, to, to Dane's. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well... Um, so this is when, uh, uh, Dane ultimately wins this one. He's again going to, uh, plan on, on targeting you initially. Um, but, uh, he does, it's actually Anthony who kind of has the, the epiphany that, you know what, maybe Sam is good for us in the game. Uh, Yes. Yeah. He had, he had a conversation with Adam about it. Uh, after weeks of wanting Sam out, he's like, he finally, cause we had been talking about, uh, you know, I, I, I do, I, I do a podcast every day updating the feeds. And so I'm Gosh. talking about the season quite a lot. Um, and I, I've been talking about like, why do these guys want Sam out so early? She is such a huge asset to them. Yeah. Um, because she is such a big target and she's a big target with Adam. And right. if they ever go up on the block, you know, it will be Sam that goes home. And that's a great shield for them. Um, And I I wonder if they had been successful in taking you out uh, as early as they wanted to, if they would have had a little more trouble, um, you know, controlling the game, because I do think that it was it was beneficial to have you in there. Definitely. I think um, you're 100 percent right with that. And even when I was on the block, I mean, that was a huge part of my campaign. I knew that if I was sitting next to anybody, I would be the one that that goes home. And if they really thought about what was happening in that house at that time, being so dedicated to Adam was also extended to them because he was, you know, making sure that I was good with them. So at the end of the day, I don't know if it was a jealousy thing or if it was just the fact that they couldn't control me the same way they could could control Esty and Corey because 
because when you think about my HOH, it was probably one that they had the least control over up until, you know, I went or, or, or whatever. So maybe it was just a couple of things that they were just not, you know, secure on. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was, it's, it's a tricky, tricky thing to, uh, to navigate there. I remember, uh, Mark used to like to talk about your jury vote as well. He'd say that, uh, you, you were worth 14,000, every jury vote is worth yeah. $14,000 of equity. And so you were just a guaranteed $14,000 for Adam. Right, right. He loved to throw out these numbers and then break it down for you like that. And, you know, that's Mark's way of working. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, so then Kira caught the, uh, the pretty boy hand signal. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a little, a little brazen there to, to do it right behind their back. Yeah. That was Dane. That was Dane. Yeah. I, I actually didn't even remember that until we watched it. it last night. I was like, wow. Right there. And Dane knows that there's mirrors everywhere. And I'm, I'm very surprised. I guess maybe the angle that he was laying on the couch. But Kira is very, you know, able to kind of act like they're not paying much attention, but pay a lot of attention at the same time. So, I mean, that was a risky move and Kira caught it. Yes. Um, and so Anthony does manage to convince Dane to uh, to take the shot at uh, at Chelsea. Not that it would have mattered um, or I guess I guess it theoretically could have uh, since Corey won the veto. They probably could have talked Corey into using it if they wanted to. But um, but ultimately they just, they decided the uh, Dane, he was reluctant. It was really Anthony pushing Dane and Dane kind of relents eventually uh, that, OK, it needs to be Chelsea. And part of this is because Chelsea approached uh, you, Adam, about not trusting Anthony thinking that he's playing the mentor role and then yep. you told Anthony and then Anthony was like uh oh she's Anytime dead to me. Anthony heard his name it was get yep. that person out <laughs> that's what that's what got Mackie evicted it's what got yep. uh, it's what got Chelsea evicted we we tried hard to get Mackie out because he threw my name out and Dane's but the mm-hmm. second Anthony heard it he was like we're on board yeah Anthony, Anthony, I, I, like, I don't know. I don't know how much you guys uh, saw this in the house, but it, he would just like play around with vote flips just like because he could like the the week. Kalen, I, I remember he talked to you about this a little bit, Adam, uh, that like maybe maybe we should keep Kalen because she'll be indebted to me. Like he'd have conversations with Esty and Kiki and he'd flip them to to evict Damien over Kalen and yeah. uh, just just for the heck of it. And then be like, ah, never mind. We're going to we'll evict Kalen. Um, yeah. he, he was. He was good. <laughs> I do remember a conversation in the kitchen where it was right before, I mean, this was all going down and I said, I had this weird feeling and I was like, should we keep Kaylin? And he goes, talk to your boy. So I don't know if he was trying to do that with me or maybe what was happening there, but that, that was definitely something that was happening where we were, we were kind of going back and forth for like a a little bit. And we thought about keeping Kaylin, but me and Kaylin had a conversation like right before she left and, she did not like me whatsoever. So I was like, you know what? No, we're, we're keeping Damien. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we have the double eviction, uh, where we get to, uh, Eddie, Eddie is going to be evicted. Uh, this was, this was sad to watch. It yeah. was, it was sad. That was a hard one. Cause Eddie is a great, great, great person, but you know, wasn't really playing the game very, very well. And, and I feel like it was honestly just his time to go. It was the whole house kind of agreed on it. I knew everybody wanted him gone. Then I knew it would get the least blood on my hands. It wouldn't stir up anything. So that was it. Worked out. 
Yeah, it did so solidify that Adam was working very closely with the the pretty boys. Mm. Yeah, because it's an opportunity to make a big move and get someone like Dane up on the block or get out or something like that. But nope, not happening. Yeah, there, there was a great moment where Eddie went to Damien when Chelsea was on the block and he said, hey, I don't know if you realize this, but Dane and Anthony were thinking about trying to flip the vote on you the week, uh, you know, the week before. And Damien was like, what? And then Eddie left and Damien was like, nah, I don't believe that. Dane, Dane's on my side. But then he kept thinking about it. And like the next day, it was like Detective Damien. He was approaching a bunch of different people individually like, hey, did you hear anything about, you know, a vote flip or anything like that? but nobody knew anything uh no nobody could say anything incriminating and uh and anthony and dane got away with it yeah that's uh that's how they did it they were really really good at that yeah um so eddie eddie goes home uh, then we have uh your hoh you yeah win. Yes. Yay. It seemed no. It seemed like as you talked about, you were really leaning toward nominating Anthony and Corey at first, but yeah. uh, but Kira was against that idea, and and obviously so was Adam. Um, yes. And they were kind of having you lean toward Kiki, and then maybe Mark as the pawn. But things shifted a lot because then Kiki and Esty approached you about like, hey, it needs to be a guy that leaves, and so you shifted toward Mark as the person evicted. Um, yeah. Now a lot of people will probably point to this week as like the week that something could have happened because yeah. not yeah. only were you HOH, but also the blood veto was involved. And right. so, uh, if you had known that, obviously, uh, I imagine you would have taken the shot at Dane. Yeah, absolutely. I, that was such a hard week for me. My mindset was again, like Adam said earlier, trying not to get too much blood on your hands. And Adam had way more support in the house than I did. So for me, Kiki was a number for Dane and Esty and Mark was a number for the guys. But again, and I didn't realize that Mark was such a big part of that Pretty Boy Alliance. So I felt that, you know, maybe moving forward, Mark and I could work together. I knew that Kiki, no matter what, was always, always going to gun for me. I could just feel I that. I honestly with that. Yeah, I could feel that in my gut. I felt I had a little bit more wiggle room with Mark. Um, but looking back on that, I almost, I, I do wish Kira was to use the blood veto on Kiki. I put someone else up. Honestly, one of the pretty boys would have been great. And either one of them go home or looking back on it, I wish I would have pushed maybe for Mark just so I could have that title of, you know, putting out a pretty boy. But, <laughs> but at the time, I kept reminding you how good Mark was to us right. leading up to that point. Yeah. And he never really done anything to us. You know, yeah. Kiki, on the other hand, was screaming at the camera saying, <laughs> showman's. Yes. And I knew about this. So I was like, why are we going against Mark? And yeah. so ultimately it was, you know, trying to trust your gut in that situation. And I, I definitely knew that if Kiki, Kiki was closer to a win too. Mark, I mean, Mark can, can compete, but I felt that Kiki was, even after that crossword where I tried to throw it to her, I did feel like Kiki had that fight in her and that she was pulling up on a win pretty soon. I didn't feel like Mark was coming up on a win. Uh, so I just had to go with my gut on that one. I'm, I'm still, I don't regret it, but I definitely probably would have maybe tried to do some things differently, but that's so hard to do in this game. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the uh, one of the funnier moments of the season for me was um, Anthony finds out from Kira that there's a potential backdoor Corey plan in the works. So then Anthony immediately starts running around. He goes to Adam. He talks to Adam. He says, no, 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 no. This this is this can't be the way it goes. Um, he has a conversation with Adam where he tells you uh, this is what you need to say to Sam. Okay, this is what you need to say to Sam. This is what you're gonna do. Um, and then, and then you went and talked to Sam, and you know, it said what Anthony told you to say. And and Sam is just like, it sounds like Anthony's talking to me. <laughs> I knew it. I, it was very difficult because I could just tell that my efforts in this situation to put it all on Dane with keeping Adam out of it, it was useless. It was absolutely useless and I just wasn't willing to throw Adam under the bus um honestly looking back on that even if I did I don't think it would have changed anything I think Anthony would have been able to manipulate Corey to get me out regardless but have we back her Corey she would have been home I think you're you're probably right and I would have won pipe dream so you don't think, but you don't think that Anthony would have tried to keep Corey there if I put Corey up on the block or tried to backdoor Corey? No, I mean Dame wanted her gone bad, and we had Kiki and Essie on board, and that's all the votes we need. Yeah, well, I just you know I couldn't do it. Well, <laughs> I, well I Kira, Kira would have decided because they had the blood veto, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah Kira would have decided. Yeah, that's crazy. So. That was a crazy week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, I actually could have been interesting because uh, Anthony, you know, uh, has, I think, shown that he has a, a, a good track record of uh, Kira making decisions that he wants. Um, and yeah. so uh, who knows? That's true. This, That's is, true. this is true. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> um, but but speaking of Mark, this is also, you know, Mark going on the block here. Uh, it seemed like he really harbored a little bit of resentment toward you, Adam, uh, yeah. for letting this happen. Um, and he, so something that was happening with Mark, I, I don't know how much of it made the episodes. I know we talked a little bit in the diary room, but um, out of the blue, a couple of weeks prior to this, uh, he was in the uh, pantry with Dane and Dane left the left the room. And Mark just says to the cameras, he's a dead man walking. Yeah, he's a, he's a dead man walking like he 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 was targeting Dane for a while. And so we were like, oh, my God, he's really going to like if he wins a double eviction or if he you know wins an HOH, he's going to take a shot at one of these guys. And it seems like this week is the week where it kind of shifted from Dane to you because you you know let him on, it'll go up on the block, uh, as he as he said. I had the veto that week as well, so I could have used it on him to take him down. But, you know, we just felt so confident that we had the votes no matter what. I think, too, for Mark, because he wanted to get to Dane and then wanted to get to Adam and Adam allowed Mark to go on the block. I think it was just he was just his way to he used a lot of resentment. So when, when I was up on the block, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't budging for that. So I think he was just pretty he was resentful. He was hurt by that for sure. Yes. Um, so then we get Corey's HOH and and. 
I, I can tell you, Sam, I was I was almost as surprised as you were about Corey, what end, what she ended up doing, because I was I saw what, how you guys were bonding yeah. leading up to the end of your HOH. And it seemed like you were really going to start to work together and mm-hmm. that this this could. Oh, this this is this is interesting. This yeah. is something a little bit outside of the pretty boys control. Right. Um, but then she wins the HOH and just immediately Anthony goes to work and and also Dane goes to work uh this really was a very impressive showing from both anthony and dane where dane ran around and made sure everyone had their story straight uh so that everyone could approach Corey with the right information and then anthony would come in and be like yeah i i know that you i know that sam is shady you you, i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't think that sam isn't shady right like that's (laughs) that's not a thing that you would think uh yeah Corey would be like no of course not yeah. I regret dropping from that pipe the second that I, I landed on the ground yeah. because mm-hmm. it, it was like not even 20 minutes after the HOH room and it was Corey, Dane and Anthony in the archive room and they were in there for a long time. And, um, you know, after Corey came out, I went in to see what was up and they both said, you know, we're going to have to pin this on somebody else. And that was when I started punching the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That was the, the box punching. They really led, they really milked that clip. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> it's, uh, it uh, I was so mad with myself because, you know, Corey might have, have beat me, but if I knew that Sam was in trouble, there was not a chance in hell that I was dropping from that pipe. Mm-hmm. I believe that and where we we messed up, I think, you know, Kira let Corey know about the backdoor plan. And then my story to Corey was different from Kira's story to Corey, different from Adam's story. Um, So I understand that ultimately solidified the fact that Corey was thinking there was some shadiness there. So when you when you have Dane and Anthony that are making sure everyone's story is the same, that's the false truth. And then me trying to be honest and Kira trying to cover tracks and Adam trying to lie. It just it just made sense that Corey, you know, was seeing through that when, you know, the ultimate truth was that I was being at least 50 percent honest compared to their like 10 (laughs) percent. And I think that um, I was the actual target and Corey did feel good with Sam. But whatever the boys done that week, it ended up shifting to Sam and Sam took the bullet for me. And it's. That, that that hurt me a lot because I knew exactly what I'd done and it was uh, not a good feeling. But then you redeemed mm. yourself. You got Corey out. I did. Yeah. That's but true. You were still gone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, something was funny was uh, comparing the, you know, you punching the boxes to, um, I, I believe this was on the episode, so you guys might have seen it, when Sam, when you won HOH and Dane is very upset about it and he like <laughs> he smashes his water bottle into the bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I laugh. I laugh at that. <laughs> just seeing him show that type of frustration, it just made me feel like I was doing something good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so ultimately, you know, uh, Dane goes up on the block here. He volunteers, um, and then takes himself down and, uh, and Dane is going to pretend to, to be, you know, totally innocent in this whole scheme, um, for most of the week. But, uh, but Sam, you kind of saw through that, right? Oh yeah. Well, I knew, I knew the truth. So I, I knew what, what the real story was, but, I could see Dane was putting in a lot of work and it, it, I was sick to my stomach that entire time. And I knew that if I acted as paranoid as Dane did, that it wouldn't help me. So I had to keep convincing myself that 
act as if you you're good act as if you weren't the person behind this because Corey you know I felt had a good instinct and could tell the difference between a, a liar and and someone that was being truthful so I didn't want to be all up in Corey's face like Dane was Dane was spending hours in Corey's HOH room and he'd come out and we'd say Dane what, what would you guys talk about and he'd just be like oh just that she's not sure what she's going to do and I remember Adam being like well, that's a pretty short conversation. So what was the other hour and a half about? And it was just lining up stories and, and, and all this kind of manipulation, but it worked. You did a great job. Yeah. And he, he had a conversation with you toward the end of the week where, you know, he talked about, you know, how much he respects you. Um, you know, we called this, uh, his jury management here. Uh, yes. and it seems like it was very effective. I remember like shortly after the conversation, you were talking to Adam, like, you know, I love Dane. I still love Dane. I do. Deep down, I still love Dane. And I really did feel that we were at some point working together. But I just knew that ultimately he was controlling that entire house. I still love Dane. I'll always love Dane. But I honestly, I don't, I really don't know if throwing Adam under the bus along with Dane was going to help me out. Corey was looking at me like I was crazy. We were definitely working together when I had power or you had power, but when Dane had power, we weren't working together. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, what, what is it about Dane? Because we've seen plenty of other players play in a similar way where I mean even like uh, if we look at uh, the most recent uh, Big Brother US season where Tyler was really controlling the whole house for most of the season but at the end of the game a lot of people not super happy with him. Uh, What is it about Dane that allowed him to get away with with these things where he he was gunning for you for a long time and he was stabbing you in the back all the time but, but you still you didn't feel too upset about it. Uh, smart. This is a, that's part of the game, and I feel like uh, people that appreciate this game, um, it's not all about winning competitions. Uh, mm-hmm. you, need, you need to, um, you know, manipulate and lie and do that. I think with Dane, he he did it with charm. I think he he looked you in the eye. He smiled at you. He he it was a part of. I think it's his personality along with what he was doing. And he came in that house telling everyone that he was a a dummy hockey player. Let's say, and he had intelligence. He's a civil engineer, I think. He is. He's yeah. brilliant. He's a, a beautifully smart person. And I think when you expect someone to be kind of not that smart and then they charm you on top of being intelligent, on top of having incredible lies, on top of making you feel safe, he had every single ingredient he needed to just win you over. It was, it was just who he is. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so that's, uh, that's when I, that's when I spoke to you, Sam, you were evicted. Um, you ranked day number two yes. in your jury rankings. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yes. And I was trying to think because it was Adam that I was voting for first. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it was Dane. Right. Yep. And then it was Kira. Yep. And then who was left in there? Everybody else. Yeah, Um, everybody else. (laughs) SC, Damien and Mark. Right. Yeah. Something like that. SC at the bottom. And Anthony. Honestly, I still stay pretty true to that. Um, Anthony was going to be really hard for me to vote for. Mark was going to be really hard for me to vote for. Um, and Essie was never going to get my vote. Yeah. 
No, SD, I, I, I love you if you hear this. Um, I just don't feel like SD did much of anything uh, in that house. And I love her to death. I think she's a lovely, lovely person. But I just, I, I think didn't. she said the same thing to Ika in our interview. That I didn't do anything? Or she never done anything. Yeah, she did, actually. Oh, yeah. She's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> She, she's, she wasn't proud of her game. I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, she's been she's been great about that. Like, uh, you know, the the self awareness of being like, yeah, you know, my yeah, sucks. And that's what I love about her. I mean, yes. it's different if she came out of the house saying I did this and I did that, but she can own up to that. And I I think that's honorable. So yeah, SD was never going to get my vote, and I was going to make sure no one was going to get. Uh, she wasn't going to get anyone's votes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then Mark wins the next HOH. He's going to put you on the block, Adam. Um, and, uh, this is him testing the waters, hoping that, uh, that something happens and you maybe go home. Um, how, how aware were you at the time? Like, obviously this was kind of a weird thing to do in the first place. What were you thinking? You know, uh, during that drunken speeches, um, I knew Mark was going to win that. And I'm celebrating. I'm in my booth. I'm doing the hand single. I'm, (laughs) I'm so pumped for Mark. You know, the next morning I go to his HOH, I was listening to his music, I was doing uh, crunches on his floor. Everything was was perfect. He comes in, sits down with Anthony, tells me I'm going on the block. I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what what's going on right now? Because the, the week prior, Anthony and Dane were, was uh, asking me to throw pipe dreams so they could put up me and Sam. And I thought, I was like, you know, like we don't need to put each other on the block. Mark agreed with me. The very next week, he puts me up and, he, you know, he was very... Uh, resentful about the whole veto thing and how he went on the block with Sam's HOH. So it blew my mind that he put me up on the block, but he was very confident that I win. I won. Um, but I won that five grand. So thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then uh, you, you had the, the asinine argument. Um, it's asinine. Asinine. Um, and uh, this is when you, uh, Dane had been working all week long to get him to put Corey on the block as the replacement. And, uh, and it, yeah. it eventually worked uh, that, uh, that Mark changed his mind after talking to Dane um, on the morning of the veto competition. And uh, things were looking pretty good until Mark told Anthony. And yeah. uh, then Anthony blew up uh, at you. He's, he blamed you, Adam. Yeah, um, I remember I was sitting in the bathroom and Mark came over to me and Dane. He's like, I know what we got to do here. Like, he was all on board to getting out Corey. And, you know, one conversation with Anthony and everything changes. Um, I feel like I feel like Mark's HOH was Anthony's HOH until I got that uh, secret assassin. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so, you know, the, Mark is going to end up putting uh, putting Esty on the block and uh, the, the house blows up on him. Um, yeah. Kira calls him a little man. And <laughs> you know, he talked about putting up the biggest, baddest player. And I went up, came down and then he puts up Esty like that's not a, a big move in anybody's eyes in the house because nobody really knew what was going on. Yeah, for for a second there, we thought because uh, Dane was talking to the cameras, like uh, you know what, Mark might be a good person to take to the end. No, everybody, everybody hates him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not wrong at that point. I mean, love you, Mark, but everyone was kind of like, whatever. Yes, but then Adam, you find the uh, the the flashlight. Thank God. Yes, and, I spent uh, so much time in that room. <laughs> yeah, deserve to find that. Uh, how how excited were you? 
Um, I was so pumped because me and Dane worked very, very hard to get Corey to go up as that back door, and I knew that it wasn't going to happen. And, you know, I came in, and I find this flashlight, and it just blew my mind that I was a secret assassin, and I got to put up a third nominee, and I knew right there and then that if Corey was going up, she was 110% going home. So it was probably the best moment in the game. There you go. Uh, then you win the next HOH. Uh, you have that whole fake house meeting uh, about back to yeah. Mark. Um, and uh, this is when you get uh, get Esty out because Damien wins the uh, the veto. Yeah. Um, then we have the double eviction. Yeah. Uh, Dane wins. You get Damien out. Uh, then Kira. Wins the final five HOH. Picks up the pretty boys. Yay! Yes. Uh, you almost made it. And I, I can tell you, Anthony, um, Anthony and Mark were talking about targeting you in that double eviction. Um, if they had won, uh, Mark approached Anthony about like, Hey, should we take out Dane? And Anthony said, no, I'd rather take out Adam. And so, uh, they were, they were, they were lining up the shot there. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I didn't, I, I didn't even know that till now. Yeah. We, we don't know. We're like, yeah, this is, this is new. That's, that's <laughs> insane. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, cause Mark had always been, had, had always been like wanting to take a shot. And, uh, and then after his HOH, when he was doing what Anthony wanted, they were getting closer and closer talking about how, you know, you and Dane were being, uh, disloyal and, um, and then the Corey, you know, Corey goes up with the secret assassin and uh, and then Mark confided in Anthony that, you know, hey, when I was HOH uh, and I put Adam up, that was me trying to, you know, wanting to maybe take a shot there. And uh, Anthony was like, uh, yeah, I hear you. Um, and and then, yeah, he talked about uh, we got to take a shot at Dane. And then Anthony said, no, 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 it's got to be Adam. I'd rather sit next to Dane in the end than Adam. Um, and so, yeah. Wondering why they didn't talk to Dane about that whole situation because you know that Anthony could have used a veto on Dane and they could have put me up and sent me home. Uh, for the when Anthony won the uh, uh, bubblegum veto. Oh, the, yeah, the double eviction. Yeah, right. Uh, well, I I think at that point they didn't think that they would have Dane's support. Okay. Um, and I feel like he they probably wouldn't have. I don't think Dane would have turned on you at that point. No. Uh, I don't that's think good. so. You know more than we do. That's, at good, this point. To, that's good to know. That's good to know. Because <laughs> Dane hadn't. Dane hadn't. Dane. Dane was looking for a while. It looked like Dane was planning on a final three with you and Anthony, um, because he knew that you would both take him, and he was counting jury votes against you, Adam, um, trying to figure out if that could work, and uh, it was kind of close. Um, and so we knew that he would take Anthony in that spot, but uh, but it was looking like he was considering a because if he was planning on the final four of of you four then taking out mark final three with you and uh and anthony and then he'd take anthony um but uh so i think i I think if they approached him in the double eviction it would have been the the groundwork wouldn't have been laid i don't think it would have happened um if they had approached him earlier maybe but uh but i don't think so i think he i think he wanted you there uh at least until final four that's good that's good So uh, this is when Kira wins HOH and Kira uh, tells you yep. you're not touching the block no matter what. 
That uh, the, probably the biggest blind side of the season. I had no idea that was coming. Uh, you know, we did we made that final five with Kira, and then, and then immediately after, me, Dane, and Kira made this like final three. And I thought Kira felt very good with that, but Anthony was in their ear though the mm-hmm. entire time, and you know they they told me that Dane was the target, but I actually found out that. You know, Dane and Kira were working together, and they told me that an hour before I was evicted that I was the target that week. Right. That, this was a whole series of events here uh, where you made that final five, <clears throat> and then Dane made the final three. What happened was that, uh, that Dane told Mark and Anthony that he was making the final three with Kira, and then Anthony used that information against you guys with Kira, saying like, hey... Dane probably made a final three with you. I know he's made a final three with a lot of people like Esty and Damien. Uh, if he did make a final three with you, you don't have to be loyal to that final three. Um, and then Kira started talking about wanting to target Dane after that. And then um, Kira was targeting Dane when they won HOH. They were going to put up Dane and Mark, and then they were going to have Anthony vote out Dane, and you would vote out Mark, and they were telling you guys that they were going to break the tie to evict Mark, but really they would have broken the tie to evict Dane. But then when Dane told them, hey, Anthony could win the veto and get Adam on the block, they realized, oh, that means if Adam wins the veto and uses it on Dane, then Anthony would go on the block. I don't want that. Right. Um, meanwhile, Anthony yeah, was I also think Dane brought that to their attention. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Anthony was also <laughs> in their ear saying like, Hey, you know, you think you can trust Adam and Dane, but you can't. Uh, they, they like to bring up Sam in front of you to manipulate you. Uh, they have a secret final two. You can't trust them. Um, and so, uh, the, Kira ends up putting you and Dane on the block, but Dane was still the target at the time. Um, it wasn't until later that Anthony convinced them to keep Dane around after the fact. Wow. Well, that was a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crazy I was, week. I was yeah. very confused on that whole week. You know, Anthony told me a lot of things. He, he, he told me that Dane and Mark was the cracks in the foundation and Dane was doing this and that. And we had to get Dane out. And, um, you know, Dane was telling me that we're good. We're both going to stay. And Mark wasn't even talking to me at all that week. So I, I, I kind of thought that, you know, it was Mark that was doing all this. Um, you know, you never... I don't know. There was there was so much going on. I had a feeling that I was the target, and have I not won that uh, jewel heist veto, I would have been going home. So there was a lot going on for sure. Yeah, well, uh, it, well, it seemed like Anthony was changing his mind because going into the week, we were thinking that he would target you, and yeah. when you went on the block, that's what we assumed. But then when you blew up after having gone on the block, and then in the middle of the blow up, and this is a great scene by the way, uh, you just hug Anthony and you yeah. cry together. Um, he was very genuinely moved by that, I think. And yeah. he was like, you know what? This guy is really loyal. I Maybe I can trust him. And at that point, I do believe he was on board to vote out Dane over you. He was. Um, it, it seemed it seemed like it. Um, and once I took myself down and Mark went up, it was all, you know, we were getting out Dane. Um, yes. I don't know what was else was said, but me and Anthony wanted Dane out. And so yep. did Kira. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what switched, but throughout the week, you know, I, I tried very hard to, to, for Anthony to see that if we keep Dane, you know, me and Dane will take Anthony to final two and something switched over there to getting Omar. I think the risk was knowing that I was in the jury house and that 
Adam was going to win. Adam was going to win no matter what, no matter who he was against. Mm-hmm. That's in the back of their minds, knowing that, you know, if I could do anything that I could do, he was going to win. So he was going to win. Yeah. Um, with this, you'll, you'll see this on the episode and this is a great moment, um, from Dane where, uh, Anthony basically tells Dane, here's the thing, you know, you, you weren't loyal to me with Corey. And so you're, I'm probably going to vote you out. Um, and then Dane is like, oh my God, I'm dead here. Uh, but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. Um, and so the next morning he approaches Anthony with a very passionate plea. Uh, he shows him his study board. He has a, he had a calendar hidden away, um, in his little, uh, um, yes. Um, and he, he pleaded to Anthony for like, a good like 15 minutes of just like bro you need me you need me in this game from day two we've been together uh you know kobe and Shaq, they didn't always agree but they <laughs> but they won they still won together uh and uh you, you need me I, you need me to beat adam I, i'm the only one that can beat adam you can see on this calendar uh, i've been studying um and uh it really just like passionately pleased to anthony uh and anthony's like all right all right, we'll, we'll talk in an hour. And, uh, and he changed Anthony's mind. He got Anthony back on board with him. Um, and, uh, he even, he even said to the cameras afterward, he was like, uh, Dan Giesling, I hope you're proud. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he compares to Dan Giesling, but, uh, you know, he's up there. He's definitely one of the greatest players in Big Brother Canada history in my, in my eyes. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, that all happened. And, uh, and that's, uh, unfortunately for you that that succeeded because, um, it really, you know, reaffirmed their bond because they had been breaking apart for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. And have we would have got him out that week? I really do believe I would have won that, um, second last HOH. Yeah. I, I, I think so as well. I think, uh, he's not good at buzzers and Anthony's terrible at his days. And I knew every single question. It's just, Dane is way too fast at those buzzers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, as as uh, as Buzzkill would, uh, would would show you. Uh, don't yeah. remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, then, uh, then Dane is going to beat you twice. Uh, and that veto competition was hard oh, to watch oh. too. Oh man. That, that I like, I studied so hard for that. And the first three questions I got it so fast. I, I don't know how they showed it on TV, but I knew that I was killing this competition. I got to the orange box. I believe I got, I got it wrong a couple times, but I ended up getting the right answer. And then came the green box. Um, I picked up the card and I read who was the evicted nominees on day 27, but it actually said who was the nominees on day 27. So for the first part, you know, I I found my two answers. I put it up, but I could not find that green buzzer. I went around and around and around probably seven, eight times, could not find it. But then I went back and I picked up the card for the second time and I reread it. And I'm like, wow, Adam, you're dumb. (laughs) Um, so then I, and then I, I think I still messed up the answers, but I think I probably spent 10 minutes on that green question box. 100%, uh, that killed me. I would have, I would have beat Dane for sure. If I, that, if I just actually would have read the question twice, but 
didn't work out in my favor. We we were really wanting uh, the uh, the pretty boy final three at that point. That would have been, uh, in my opinion, one of the strongest final threes of all time. Yeah, and the, and they they built me up the entire yeah. week. Painted, you know, the pretty boys final three. Even right before the veto uh, in the HOH room, they're like, "You're going to kill this. You're going to win." You know, where the boys are going to the final three. And even when Dane won, we went up in the blue room, and he's like. You know, it's the Adam and Dane show. And then uh, Anthony came in and we were all like celebrating, looking at the cameras, like pretty boys for life, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was, I was thinking in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe they're actually going to keep me. But it didn't work out. Not to be. Uh, it's a very sad scene. Very, very emotional episode. Uh, them breaking it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where you're sitting there and you're like, are you telling me what I think you're telling Yeah, me? yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I was very emotional. I was crying when I was packing my bag. But then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, you know, I, I can talk to you. I'm not, I'm not done here. I have a little bit of time. I, I talked to Anthony. I, I thought I made sense in his head. You know, I'm not going to take Dane. Dane's not going to take me. We're not going to beat each other type thing. Like, you're guaranteed final spot in that, that final HOH. But um, I felt like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what can you tell me about what was happening in the jury house? Um, jury house was honestly, it was, it was a, it was an interesting experience. It was, it was very relaxed for the most part. When Corey came in, I was very happy to see Corey. Um, we all, it was pretty, pretty clear that if Dane, uh, was against anybody else, um, aside from Adam, Dane was going to win it. But um, for the most part, the, the conversations I was having, it was Adam was playing the most genuine game. And we felt that Adam had to be under pressure and win more, uh, even at that point, than, than Dane did, because we really, really didn't know what was really happening. Um, we all were agreeing that... Uh, Anthony was, we were calling him, you know, kind of a floater in a way, but not really knowing how manipulative he actually was. Um, at the end of the day, we all wanted Adam or Dane to win. That, that was the consensus in the jury house. Yeah. So, um, it seemed like Corey was initially pro Anthony, but maybe then changed her mind. Is that That's an accurate true. read? Yeah, every single time um, more information came into the house with the uh, evicted house guest, there would be more um, more deceit there. And, and Corey was really, really hurt because um, she really felt that Anthony was very, 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 very loyal and there was no manipulation. Corey was able to open up to Anthony and really felt that they had each other. Um, you know, I think that was true to a certain extent, but not near as true as what the pretty boys had. So that was a rude awakening for Corey. So Corey quickly got very bitter, uh, towards Anthony, but I will tell you sitting on that stage, um, the finale night after Corey heard Anthony's speech, Corey looked at me and said, I'm a little bit torn because Anthony I guess might have said something that just sparked something in, in Corey, but for a split second there, I thought Corey was maybe going to give Anthony a vote. 
That's that's interesting. Um, something that I was wondering because I, I was there at the taping was that uh, if Anthony had more time, I wondered if he might uh, have more of a chance to get some of those votes. Uh, and, and I think that, uh, you know, that's kind of what he might have been anticipating as well. Like he'd been yeah. such a great talker all season long that he was hoping that he could talk his way into a win at the end. Um, but, you know, as as you guys know, uh, as well as, as I do at this point, uh, those questions uh, very quick. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, things are going to probably change at those yeah. at that point. I um, think you're probably right that if Anthony had more time, I think Corey probably would have been convinced to vote for him. I thought when I was in the house um, that I, you know, if Anthony did go to the finals, I actually believed that he probably would win the game because I just thought he'd just done so much in the game. But when I got to that jury house, man, no. there was no fans of Anthony. <laughs> no. It felt it felt to me like the 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 breaking point for Corey was when Anthony chose to evict Mark over Dane. Is that maybe correct? Um, yeah, I think there was a lot of things, honestly, that that came in, and and Corey was taking it quite personally. I think Mm -hmm. more so than game, and I think that's just because I'm not sure that, and I don't want to speak for Corey, but I don't think she easily. Uh, puts her trust in people to that extent. So I think it was a little bit more of a personal sting too, on top of all that. All right. So you guys, you talked about uh, Adam versus Dane. The jury would have gone for Adam. Is that every member of the jury? What's the vote count look like? I was trying. I knew I knew that everybody knew that I was going to vote for Adam and I didn't want to push that on anybody because I know that I, I know how to kind of, I don't want to say I know how to get people to do what I want them to do, but I understand how people work. If you tell someone that this is what you have to do and this is why sometimes, especially in this particular situation with Big Brother and the nature of the game and how as much as, you know, you play with your heart or your head or whatever, it is a personal thing because it's it's who you are. We got on that show for being the individuals that we are. So we all take this experience personally. I didn't want to push Adam on anybody. So I was just trying to let people say their own things, but let them know the information that I had I let I let SD know that Dane was willing to throw SD under the bus all the time I know Corey everyone did the work on Corey when when with you know information about about Anthony and Corey really appreciates someone that shows loyalty um so at the end of the day people were coming to their own decision that it was going to be that it was going to be Adam honestly I didn't have to do that much work again I had SD sleep in the same bed with me just because I knew SD was someone that would probably struggle so, to, give, to give Adam a vote. So, so what do you think the vote count would have been? I think I think everyone would have voted for Adam if he was in the. Do you mean with, if it was Adam and Dane at the end? Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone would have voted for Adam. Uh, I do. I, I think Mark would have voted for you. I think Damien would have voted for you. I think SD would have voted for Yeah, Dane. I think SD would have voted for Dane. SD might have. If, I think SD may have if she knew everybody was going to vote for I you. I think Kira would have voted for Dane. And I think Anthony would have voted for Dane. No, Kira would have voted for you. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Corey would have voted for you. Yeah. Yes. They did, they did all tell Kira could have been up in the air, I think. Yeah. It, I think it depended. We were thinking, like, if Kira was cut at final three, um, then they might be a vote for Dane. But if they got to the jury a little earlier and had a, had uh, time to, uh, you know, talk with Sam, then they might be a vote for, for you, Adam. So I think when they were comparing Adam, when you compare Adam and Dane's game, they had, a, you know, the same, let's say the same amount of wins when it comes to the competitions. 
But then you have to look at the next layer, which was like the lies and the manipulation. And yes, okay, it depends on the type of person that you are. I appreciate a genuine person, even though we're playing Big Brother. Um, I think the way that Adam went about the game was a little bit more tasteful than Dane. And that's just my opinion. So I think it would have come down to that type of weighing your options and, and what you value as a human being. Yes. Uh, well, Adam, you are uh, up there now, tied with uh, with Dimitri, Kevin, and Dane uh, for uh, most competition wins in a single season. That's that's impressive. I, that last veto hunter, I wish I would have won it because mm. that would have been eighth, and then I would have won that last HOH, and that would have been nine. That would have been crazy. That would have been. Yeah. Crazy. I, thought, I thought Jillian season one had like nine uh, wins. I believe Jillian is at six. Oh, maybe her and Emmett together had nine. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably something close um but uh but yeah i this i was telling you this um the the night of the finale actually but uh you you even came close to uh to janelle um at uh nine wins um if you had won the final four hoh and veto you'd have had the exact same statistics at uh nine out of 15 wins that's okay yeah that's the conversation i had yeah Yes, oh, I was time. I was right there, but definitely next time. Next time. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for that all star call now. <laughs> yes, I I think I think you're a, you're a shoe in at this point. Uh, if I'm being honest, mm. I hope so. I you know I actually did have a conversation with Arissa, and she said that she's hoping for like a comp B season. So I'll just get like you know, yeah. So I think that that would be amazing. Just get people in. Maybe from past seasons, that's just done very, very well in comps, but never won. That would be an amazing season. Yeah. Big Brother Canada, the competitions matter a lot more because they're a lot more winnable. So, yeah, Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I I saw on Instagram there was an Angelica update. (laughs) There was. She's doing uh, mighty fine. She's here at uh, Sam's house. She moved in. She's uh, making herself comfortable. She's a great, a great uh, addition yeah. to to the home here. <laughs> have Have you gotten to the uh, the point in the show where Anthony almost throws her away? No, but uh, somebody was telling us about that, mm-hmm. and I would have been very, very, very upset. <laughs> we can't wait to watch the rest of it. Honestly, every episode is just—it's so fun for us to watch. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that you're watching uh, so so quickly. Yeah, I mean, a lot of well, people we say ha- they we don't. Have to. We have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like we we I couldn't wait. We were watching it in the airport. We were watching yeah. it like we were just so excited. We were canceling any any plans whatsoever. Like no, we're, we binge watch the show until it's like three or four in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so what what are your plans here now? You uh, you're you're back home. We're back, back home. home yeah. We um you know we just love the energy that is being you know flooded towards us right now so we're really just trying to you know we have what we realize is that we have so many people out there that have supported us especially here in newfoundland the um the, it's been absolutely overwhelming so we just want to keep being present and keep being um being a part of their lives and hopefully keep moving forward with some fun stuff adam and i are like a couple and we are you know in, definitely in this little honeymoon stage of a relationship that I think uh, or I hope will last uh, a lot longer. It definitely will last a lot longer. <laughs> 
How crazy is it to like, I mean, you know, Adam in particular, like this was, you're a super fan of the show. You, you love the game. Uh, you always wanted to, to be on it, but then also now it's become something entirely different for you because you've met Sam here and, uh, and you know, this is, this is going to potentially change your life in a whole different way. Like wh- what is that experience for you? Um, you know, going into the game, I'm sure you've seen my bio. I was very, yeah. very, very against the showman. So I did not want any part of it. I knew how big of a target would put on my back. But, you know, Sam, Sam's a special woman. And uh, I think I won the ultimate prize coming out of that house. There's no uh, dollar sign that's going to ever take away from Sam. <laughs> Um, so, uh, like, how, what do you, what do you think is going to, uh, like meeting in the big brother house and spending so much time, you know, people, people will often say who are, who are in relationships that like, uh, you know, the, however many days in the big brother house is worth like five times as many, um, on the outside, uh, yeah, it's uh, like how how do you think that is that that really is going to like strengthen your relationship moving forward? Meeting in the Big Brother house, I think that is one hundred percent going to strengthen our relationship. Uh, just the bond we had in that house, nobody in this world will even know the bond that we made together in that house, and we're, we'll be able to cherish you know this whole experience together. It's for a very already long time. it's already made us stronger in the sense that like we are spending a lot of time together now and we're, we're just used to cooking together. We're used to mm-hmm. being silent around each other. We're used to sleeping in the same bed. We're used to, I'm, he's used to me drooling with my retainer. I'm, I'm used <laughs> to him snoring on his back. It's like you just advance so quickly and it, it really is a gift. And in this world with all the distractions of your, your iPhone, yeah. or your, your work, or even just, just television and, and things that we just didn't have those distractions. So we were really able to, connect on that level it definitely and, brought us together because yeah. sam is a very you know she's a businesswoman she's she's busy all the time i was working away in alberta have i would have met sam in the outside world it would have been very very difficult for us to match up our lives together and that this, to this, this, this whole experience just it goes very close and we're really lucky to get out of that house i my heart goes out to all the other house guests that you know you go home and you sleep in your bed at night and it's just you and your thoughts you know we this is a it's a it's not an easy uh transition from the big brother house into the real world so having each other to um lean on and have that support has been so so very valuable because we can just relate to each other um we know there's going to be challenges we know that there's a there's going to be hurdles but you know we've been through a lot of trust and we've had a lot of uh, communication so I think that's a big part of building a good relationship it's awesome Uh, all right well I hope uh, I hope I can uh, stay in touch with you guys Uh, hope you will be watching the season next uh, next season absolutely absolutely um adam uh you should you should be proud of uh of the pretty boys um you know not everyone was a fan of the name all no. the time uh, well, it's better than ebony and ivory yeah yeah <laughs> Um, uh, I, I let you, I told you that, uh, Matt Hoffman of the brigade was, uh, was, yes. uh, keeping track. Um, he, he told me that basically what the pretty boys, what you guys pulled off was, was exactly his vision for the brigade, what he wanted it to be. Like if they had stayed more loyal to each other and hadn't yeah. him so early. That's huge. 
It's huge. It's amazing. I Adam said it like literally like minute two in the house in your mm-hmm. bio. That's what you said. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about this because I, I rewatched the Brigade season um, before I went in, and then I, there was like a documentary of the Brigade, and I just it was, I think it was like three or four months before I went in the house, and that that, that was my plan. And you stuck to it. I think that's honorable. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, for taking the time to talk to me. Jared, thank you, thank so, you so much. much. Have a good day. Yes, you too. Have a good one. Bye. There you go. That was Adam and Sam. It's Adam. That was them. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun talking to them. They're uh, they're great people. Uh, I hope we continue to talk to them across the uh, the seasons of Big Brother Canada. And I hope that we uh, I hope that we can see them again sometime on the show. I think that that would be a lot of fun. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I will hopefully have some more of these postseason interviews heading your way with some of the other players from the season. But uh, for now, that's all I've got. So you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren, and you can also make sure to find the postseason roundtable where we wrap up everything that uh, that happened across the season, give the players some final ratings and uh, and give the season some ratings and all, all of that great stuff. Lots of lots of postseason wrap up talk to, to talk about. Uh, so make sure you check that out as well. And uh, yeah, thanks once again for for all of the the loyal listenership across the season and uh, I'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.